Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. Today's March 13th. I'm John McElroy, and here's the news. ExxonMobil just issued its forecast of energy usage in the U.S. through 2040. It predicts that liquid fuels will be the dominant fuel source for cars for the next 30 years. Despite all the government incentives and regulations to get us into electric cars, ExxonMobil believes that gasoline and diesel will still power 90% of all the vehicles that will be on the road in 2040. It all comes down to energy density. Liquids hold far more energy than the energy stored in chemical form in batteries. For example, ExxonMobil calculates that one gallon of gas could run your smartphone for the next 20 years. Car sales in the American market hit a 15 million SAR rate last month, prompting some eager analysts to predict that it could hit 16 million by the end of the year. But suppliers say that's not going to happen because of constraints in the supply chain, especially with car haulers. They took out an enormous amount of capacity when the auto industry collapsed in 2009. Right now, there is such a shortage of trucks and trains to haul cars from the factories to the dealerships that the shortfall stands at 1.7 million vehicles. One reason that Class 8 semi-trucks are selling so well right now is because car haulers are buying them as fast as they can. Even so, they are far short of capacity. Hey, this just in. Nissan will be racing the Delta Wing race car at the 24 Hours of Le Mans this year. The radical design uses a turbocharged 1.6-liter four-cylinder engine producing 300 horsepower. Actually, that's not a lot of power at this level of racing, but the car is half the weight and has half the aerodynamic drag of a conventional racer. The Delta Wing was designed by British designer Ben Bowlby. It was built by Dan Gurney's All-American Racers team, and it'll be raced by Duncan Dayton's Highcroft Racing. The car will first hit the track this Thursday in preparation for the 12 hours of Sebring. And you know, to me, this is the most exciting technological development in motor racing in more than 40 years. Audi is in talk to buy Italian luxury motorcycle builder Ducati. The German automaker is looking to buy the brand for about $1.1 billion. Ducati sold 42,000 bikes last year and saw its revenue rise by 20%. This shows just how independent the different brands are within the Volkswagen Group. And it is this autonomy that explains why VWAG can successfully manage so many different brands while GM and Ford could not. Speaking of VW, its spat with Suzuki is not going to get settled until at least next year at the earliest. A few years back, VW bought close to a 20% stake in Suzuki, but that deal went sour with both accusing the other of breaking the agreement. It was supposed to give Suzuki access to VW technology and provide VW with greater access to the Indian market 
where Suzuki leads the field. Suzuki filed for arbitration in a London court to end its relationship with VW, but there's not going to be any court decision until next year. I'm Craig Cole in South Florida with the Toyota Prius C, the latest member of the Prius family. I'll have a deeper look at this car right after the break. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. And here it is, the Prius C. It's 19 inches shorter than the classic liftback model, but it's still got all the technology and fuel-saving features you'd expect, and Toyota hopes those will bring a whole new group of buyer into the family. So our plan for 2012 is to sell 220,000 Prius family members. You know, our, our forecast is that Prius C will make up 15 to 20% of that total. Um, we, think that's a, we think that's an aggressive goal, but we think it's an achievable goal. When you do the math, that works out to between 33,000 and 44,000 Prius Cs. And keep in mind, Toyota's forecasters do not believe it will take away from other models in the lineup. They say these are going to be additional sales. And you know, if any automaker can deliver that many electrified cars, it's Toyota, the undisputed hybrid champ. In addition to its affordable base price and big fuel economy numbers, the C's compact dimensions could also help attract new buyers. Yes, Prius C is uh, a relative of the Prius liftback, uh, but it is substantially smaller. It's about 540 pounds lighter. The Prius C is, is over 19 inches shorter and has a 6 inch shorter wheelbase, so it's substantially smaller than its big brother. And then we discovered that our 1.8 liter powertrain from the other Prius family members simply wouldn't fit in that area of real estate, so we did have to take a step back and go to our 1.5 liter engine. So we updated that and made it that to a new hybrid synergy drive transmission that also is smaller to get everything to fit. Combined, the engine and electric motor deliver 99 horsepower. As you'd expect, acceleration feels like it's from a different era, about the 1930s. From a standstill, it takes 11 and a half seconds to hit 60 miles an hour. Luckily though, the car does not feel all that slow in city driving, which is its natural habitat. Of course, the trade-off for drowsy performance is stellar fuel economy. The Prius C is estimated to deliver 46 miles per gallon on the highway and 53 around town. That gives it a combined score of 50 mpg, roughly 4.7 liters per 100 kilometers. It's available in four different trim levels with the usual options you'd expect. Higher-end models come with a standard navigation system and Toyota's Entune multimedia system. This gives drivers access to a variety of apps, including Bing Search, Pandora Internet Radio, and OpenTable for restaurant reservations, just to name a few. The Prius C carries a base price just one Ulysses S. Grant shy of $19,000. Don't expect Lexus levels of refinement and attention to detail, though. The interior is cheerful, but it's pretty much all hard plastic. Affordability and fuel economy are the name of the game here. That being said, the car does come with a nice amount of standard features, including a tilt and telescoping steering column, along with Bluetooth connectivity. And this spring, the entire Prius family, at least as it exists right now, will be on sale. And that lineup includes the C, the V, the traditional liftback version, and of course, the plug-in model. Reporting from sunny Southern Florida for AutoLine Daily, I'm Craig Cole. Great report, Craig. I can't wait to drive that car myself. Hey, a programming note here. 
Autoline After Hours is moving ahead one hour with the Daylight Savings Time Change. We'll be starting the live show at 6 p.m. this Thursday, one hour earlier. Be sure to join me and Peter DeLorenzo, the auto extremist, for the best insider information in the business. And joining us this Thursday is reporter Bryce Hoffman from the Detroit News, who's just written a book of all the inside info of what's been going on at Ford. That's this Thursday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time or 2200 GMT. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.